My Big Black Fantasy Podcast, episode 42, starts now. I'm hoping that Jameis sort of falters. I, I, you know, I'm counting. Or he enters his thumb. Yeah, or he enters his thumb. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, but in a good way. Hello and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. This is B, and I'm going for the championship with Dog. Yep, I'm in there again. The champ is back. I'm still the champ. Head-to-head champions bringing you the best fantasy advice where else can you get stuff like that? Well, you go to Fantasy Advice and you say, okay, hey, I want to get advice from you. Hey, who are you? I'm a champion. Yeah, I'm a champion. Hey. And, what, and in the ship again. In the ship again. And what about that other guy on your show? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, he's a champion too. He's in the ship. And he's in the ship one more time. That's it. That's real Fantasy Advice. Nobody else is doing this. This is li- As things go on, we're telling you how we're doing in the league. Both of us victorious last week, um, and we'll face each other. Once again, uh, Dog uh, has a 1-0 and record against me in the ship, so I'm trying to redeem that. Dog, of course, won last year. I'm trying to keep him from going 2-0 and in the league and would actually be, if he get the, gets this title, he would be the only person in our league with three, and everyone else in the league has, a, you know, there's no more, no one else in the league with more than one. Yeah. So he's making a name for himself. I'll be the best. So, I, you know, the cards are stacked against me, man. I got, you know, injuries to deal with, but so does everybody else. Right. But... Mike Evans obviously killed me, you know, or, well, I, I survived without him, but I'd love to have him this week. I don't. So, you know, we're going to see what A.J. Brown, that's who I'm going to fill in for him this week. But what we're going to do on this show, we're going to mix it up a little bit. We're not going to do our usual, uh, you know, we'll give you our usual advice. But we're going to b- bounce around a little bit to focus on the ship because that's what everybody's focusing yeah, it's, on. it's the ship this week. It is. I mean. And, and everything else takes a backseat to that. Yeah. So, um, first of all, just real quick, injuries, the injury everyone's talking about, Dalvin Cook. Obviously, you guys are up on it. If you're in the ship, you know that Dalvin Cook is hurt. You know that Madison may or may not play. You know that, uh, what's the guy's name, Mike Boone is an option for you. If Madison doesn't play, everybody's waiting on word. The latest is, of course, Dalvin Cook doesn't look like he's going to play. As of earlier this morning, it looks like Madison has a chance to play, which is if you picked up uh, Boone like I did off the waiver wire, it kind of makes that a, you know, the point would be moot, but... We'll see what happens. Yeah. So that's one. Another big one, Josh Jacobs, the dog he's dealing with. Josh Jacobs is out. Doggy, how are you dealing with Josh Jacobs? Well, um, I just cuffed DeAndre Washington and uh, Jalen Richard. You know, um, and I might not even play either one of them. But um, just to have that option, you know, so I, jo- I dropped Jacobs because this is the last week. Yeah. No sense of keeping him on my roster. No. And um, that was it, man. He, he gave a pretty – a productive year, and I think Josh Jacobs is going to be maybe a top 10 fantasy back pick next year, like a a late second round, early third round maybe. No, I mean, he's right there. And the thing is, when you're drafted next year, and we're already talking about next year because we only got one week left, but when you're drafted next year, he's the kind of back you want because it's him and only him. Yeah. And he's catching the ball. He's catching the ball. He's running the ball. Yeah. He's running hard. Those are the three things we look for in a back and yeah, next year uh, I say second round. Second, that's what I say. I say second, second round for yeah, for good old Josh Jacobs. But um, let's get into our battle dog. And you know, I'm thinking that we can help people as we break through our lineups. We kind of break down our lineups as we go. And you know, as we let's play a little thing where we get in each other's head. Right. Okay. So 
I will go down the line here, and we'll go position by position. And you you look at my position on quarterback. You tell me why this is not going to be successful for me. And I, I'm starting Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Well, I, I'm not saying it's not. Mm-hmm. I can't just sit up here and say it's not going to be successful for you mm-hmm. because um, a lot of uh, fantasy writers saying that he's a must start yeah. this week against New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, hey, you know, like, I hope he doesn't have a good week, you know. <laughs> I hope he doesn't have a good game. But, you know, he, Tannehill's been tough. He's been playing pretty well. Um you know, it's for the bread, man. I mean, you running Ryan Tannehill out there. He's hot. He's playing good. So I'm going to run Jameis at you. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to run Jameis because I have Drew Brees also, but I like Drew Brees more so in the dome. Yeah. You know, in at home. You know, like Drew Brees is going to be in Tennessee, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, there's no telling what's going to be going on there. But And Jameis is going to be at home versus Houston. Yeah. So – I think Jamie's going to put up some big numbers. I think Tannehill's going to do pretty well. So I think that's going to be a pretty big, uh, you know, duel. Yeah, I'll say this, and I'll make, you know, you can put this on the, uh, on you know, I don't know if you want to bet on it or whatever, but I think our game's going to be determined by quarterback play. Yeah. if And it, it, it may be determined very early because Jameis goes early. A big quarterback number in our game will probably determine who wins the game. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Yeah. But I would probably start Jameis, too. The one thing, if I'm getting in your head, dog, I would say, you know what? Because, uh, you know, Breeze, like you said, away from the dome, he's different. He's an older quarterback. He had a great game last week. But he's still Drew Breeze. Still Drew Breeze. I would say this about Jameis, is that he's gotten huge numbers the last two weeks against teams that really weren't playing for anything. Right. Now it's Houston's playing for something. Houston's playing for something. Okay. Houston's playing for something. And Jameis, as great as he's been the last several weeks, it's still Jameis. Yeah, he's going to throw those two, three picks. Yeah. So the question is is whether it'll be a two-pick game at still 30-something points, which you could deal with, or a two-pick game at 15 points. I know, right? You know? So that, that that's really the question. And then, you know, Jameis also lost Mike Evans. So lost he Mike lost Evans the weapon. And lost Godwin. Yeah. And so, oh, and Godwin's out too? Godwin's out too. And that's, that's why everybody's that. on Perriman. Yeah. They're on Oh, please start Perriman. Jay Maddie, who is a member of our crew, told us, hey, you told me when I picked him up this week, start Perriman. I'm like, no, you know what? Not necessarily. Because Perriman is tied to Jameis, and Jameis is tied to Perriman. Right. Perriman was a bust in his first spot stop in uh, Baltimore. So you're asking me to start Perriman based off of one game, which is a career game, three touchdowns, the whole thing, in hopes that he comes close to that? Yeah, and he's a third receiver. I can't do it. Um, I'm comfortable starting a guy like uh, uh, what am I saying? John Brown. Mm-hmm. B- bad matchup on paper going against New England, but John Brown. The matchups haven't mattered this year with John Brown, and he hasn't set the world on fire in some of the games, 10, 11 points, whatever. But he's exploded for thirty plus one at least once. He's gotten close to twenty a couple other times, but he's dependable, and he's a guy that I could go out on a limb and say. I'm not going to get a zero from John Brown this week. Right. You know? So we'll move ahead. We've talked about Josh Jacobs and you uh, putting in, at least right now, Jalen Richard for him. Um, you know, I, I still think that Washington is a better play there. Yeah, Washington would be a better play because he gets the goal line carries. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard's more of a third down back, but the projections are throwing me off a little bit. Yeah. So 
I'm probably not going to start either one of those guys mm-hmm. and go with my boy James White. Bing. Because, you know, it's like, you know, I can't, you know, hey, man, we in the ship. Exactly. I got to go what feels good to me. Who got you there? Yeah, James. There you go. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and then I know I'm going to get anywhere from 10 to 15 points. Yeah. You know, I can guarantee that. You know what I'm saying? So, and then they're going to be at home going against Baltimore. I mean, uh, they're going against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. But um, I see Brady, you know, hey, doing a lot of check downs. Exactly. You know, in that game because, you know, he's kind of like, you can tell his age is taking over. Brady's age is catching up to him a little bit. He's not an every week starter. No. And he's he's getting worse. So, you know, I think I'm gonna put James White in that position and uh he'll battle Montgomery. All right. Well get in my head about Mark Ingram. I'm um, starting Mark Ingram. Well, I just hope, um well, you never know what Mark Ingram is gonna do versus Cleveland. It's gonna be Cleveland has a pretty tough defense. Um I I mean, I, I would you would have to start him. I don't think Got you have to. a choice. Got to to start him, but I hope Lamar Jackson get all those carries. You that, know, like, um, you know, the goal line like bootleg quarterback bootlegs yeah. and shit because they're going to be um, zeroing in on uh, Ingram. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think uh, I hope that um, Mar- I mean uh, Lamar Jackson gets those goal line carries. Yeah, because that's a possibility. And as good and solid as Mark Ingram has been, Lamar Jackson's number is they've they've heard him. He's heard him in terms of some touchdowns, some rushes, sometimes where he sticks the ball in his belly and takes it out and runs for sixty yards. That hurts Mark Ingram. And then they're gonna give the ball to Edwards too. So yeah, you know he's still gonna be a factor. And then it's no telling like, and you know with Ingram's situation, Baltimore's so good they could blow people out. True. And then hey, you not you might not have him for the whole fourth quarter. That's that's an issue. You know, and, so. And, you know, you got to look at every aspect of this. Cleveland beat Baltimore earlier. I'm sure Baltimore remembers that. And I think Baltimore may be, you know, looking to run up a score or two. We'll see. Um, You got, uh, let's see, Fournette at running back. I don't need to say too much about him. He's had a great year. Yeah. I can't really get in your head about him except for an injury history. But that's not going <laughs> to make you keep him on the bench. No. So, Fournette is solid, obviously. Um, my, I told you about John Brown. I'm also going with A.J. Brown, who... Well, let me get in your head about Montgomery a little bit. Okay, go ahead. I don't think he's going to have a good game. I think he's going to be disappointed to you. If I was you, I would look into somebody else replacing him. Mm-hmm. Maybe move Carlos Hyde up there. Yeah. And put somebody else in uh, the flex. Yeah. Because the the game, the lights are on. And, and the game, this game is too big for Montgomery. It is. And I think it's, you know, that's where you might be slacking a little bit. So yeah. if I were you, I'd probably bench him. I don't feel comfortable starting Montgomery, and I haven't for weeks, as I think I've said on this show. Um, thing is, is what I'm waiting on, I'm waiting on two things. I'm waiting on Carrion Johnson to see if he bounces or gets off IR and if they play him, and then part B, if he starts and he has a regular role. If, he, if he's sharing time, I don't, I'm not as interested. Also waiting, like I mentioned earlier, on Michael Boone to see if Boone's playing Monday night. Either one of those guys could possibly bounce Montgomery from my lineup. Um, if both of them end up detonating, if Madison ends up playing Monday night, or if Carrion doesn't come back or ends up splitting time with Scarborough, I may be stuck with him. Uh, it's just one of those things. You got to you figure it's a it's a bad it's not an ideal situation. Montgomery, even in the best possible matchups this year, has not done well. You're playing against Kansas City, who very easily could go up two touchdowns, and then it becomes a passing game, and Montgomery is essentially not needed for the rest of the game. 
Um, the thing you got going for you is the weather. It's going to be chilly. It's a running game type weather. Bears are at home. Maybe they can get ahead. Maybe they can score on a first possession. Kansas City's defense is not that great, especially against the run. But I'm looking for every possible opportunity not to start Montgomery this week. We'll see what happens. You, 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 may, you don't have to get in my head on that one. I am not comfortable with Montgomery at all at this point. But I'm also starting A.J. Brown, the rookie, uh, basically because Mike Evans is out. I was lucky enough to get him, pick him up a couple weeks back. Came through with 25 points. You know, like you said, the one concern I have, maybe, you know, getting toward the end of the season, the lights are on for, my, for A.J. Brown. He's a rookie. What do you think there, Doc? Well, I think um, if Tennessee flops, I think it's going to suck for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, just if Tannehill doesn't have a big day. Sure. I think uh, A.J. Brown is not going to have a big day. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's all I'm looking at. See, I'm really not trying to start um, players from the same team mm-hmm. because of that situation. So if I were you, I'd look into that, you know, take that in consideration because they could put up a donut. Yeah. You it's... know, I'm hoping they do put up a donut. I'm really hoping that you only put up 80 points this week. It, it, you know, that'll really help me out. You know what? One it, of those slow weeks. It. It has the feeling of it could be a low-scoring week, and in yeah. which case, obviously, I hope you have a low-scoring week, too. <laughs> but I'm looking for points. Um, you mentioned, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. If right. if Tennessee comes out shitty, then Tannehill and Brown, that stack that I have going, doesn't work. If he comes out in balls, then it's – I essentially won last week based on that stack. The thing that put me ahead to stay, basically, for that for that game was Tannehill's touchdown pass to Brown. And that was pretty much the end of that 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 round for me. I was able to advance. It's you know, like I said, down some players. I you know went through the David Johnson debacle. Had to go through Mike Evans getting hurt. I'm looking for points, so I got to get creative. I got to hope that one of your guys catches uh, you know a, a tough break at some point. And I'm not telling them to go out and get hurt or anything. I'm saying in terms of points, not going out and scoring as much as they should. But it's it's one of those things. I got to stay. Competitive, I'm stacking Tannehill and Brown with the hopes that they can score a couple touchdowns. That'd be great. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, you're loaded. I can't say anything really about DeAndre other than he had a flu this week. He's back at practice. No big deal. He's going to play. He's going to play early. Now, what I am am looking forward to and what I hope happens, you have Jameis and DeAndre growing early. I'm hoping that Jameis – Sort of falters. I, I, you know, I'm counting. Or he enters his thumb. Yeah, or he enters his thumb. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, but in a good way. Um, but no, DeAndre, the thing is, is that I'm I'm basically marking him down for 20 points. If I can get out of that first game with you scoring, you know, between the two of them, 40 or less, I think I'm in there. If Jameis goes for 30. 42. Or 42 or it's more. And... You know, if I'm up, if I'm down more more than forty yeah. to start the week, it gets very tough. Yeah, you might as well just write the check. Yeah, it gets very tough because, you know, the number's big on one side. On the other side, I will say this: the number forty. You know, you get up forty, thirty, whatever. At least your two big players are gone for you. However, you do still have Fournette and some other folks that are very good. But that's what I'm looking forward to this week to see to get out of those morning games. And you guys. Folks who have morning games, you got to take that into account. And in folks that play late, you want to have your late running back, whoever you're going to have, you know, as a running back or a receiver. If you can put them in a flex, if they have a late Monday night game, you may want to put them in the flex if you can, 
just in case something weird happens. And then if you need to make a change and it's not a running back, you could just stick him in the flex. That's just a little tip. But yeah, I'm looking at those first two games, that first game, Tampa Bay Houston to see if I can survive, survive that without too much harm. Um, you got, uh, what is it? Uh, Jared cook at tight end. Um, for now, for now that may change. Cause you also have Higby. Yeah. Another totally loaded roster. Um, you know, that really speaks to the way our waiver wire system works is that the last man picks first. Doggy was, of course, struggling in the beginning. He was able to get some good picks. Make some big trades. Make some big trades as well. More, more importantly, make some big trades is what he did. But I, I like the waiver wire system the way it works with last man picking first, with worst record, record picking first, even though I was out of the mix a lot of the time. Because at the end of the year, those who have you know benefited from the waiver wire, you can say basically – you end up in a situation where you were in, where you had such a good team, you couldn't drop anybody, right. which allowed me to then go get Boone and maybe enhance my team. So I think it works out in, in you know, when you look at it, it all evens out at the end. Um, so Jared Cook, I would only say this, is that he's had a great year this year. He had a great year last year for him. I, I just don't know. I don't know if he, I think by the end of this year, he may, he, he, I think he's on the bubble. He's on the bubble between establishing himself as, you know, is he Ertz and Kelsey? Is he that group of tight end? You know is what? He, I, I don't. Not to cut you off, B, yeah, I don't think he's going on the bubble to the simple fact that Drew Brees was injured. Yeah. So he really didn't have his, uh, you know, Teddy Bridge wasn't looking for him like that. Yeah. So you have to give him a uh, a year with Drew, Brees, a healthy Drew Brees, mm-hmm. and then see if he's on the bubble or not. Because Jared Cook is still like a top ten fantasy uh tight end to me sure you know just because of drew Brees, mm-hmm. you know so I, don't, I wouldn't say he's on the bubble but he's on your bubble but he wouldn't be on my bubble yeah i think like i said i think going to next year's draft you're gonna look at tight ends and you're gonna go with the regular you're gonna go kelsey Ertz. uh what's the other one um um uh who's the other one kittle kittle is he does he now next year fall in those top four no, no, he's just as maybe top a peg, maybe top, top peg, a peg below them. Maybe. Yeah, even like say like if you pop, well, if you pass, not pop, if you pass mm-hmm. on one of those top tight ends. Yeah, shit, Jared Cook might be there in the sixth, seventh round. Could be, and that'd be a great pickup. Sure, you know, but he is injury prone. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, he, he does get hurt. Know, he does get hurt, but yeah. You know, that's who doesn't, right? Mm, I, that's what everybody's story is. Yeah. Uh, you got Devontae Parker at your other receiver. Another, you know, great wire, waiver wire pick. I actually drafted Devontae Parker, but then released him. So I'm I'm paying for it. I also had Jameis on my team for a minute, and, pay, and I'm paying for that right now. But uh, Devontae, if he's in the game, he's been solid. I can't really say too much about him. He, I guess he has a hip thing he's working on this week. Still went to practice, I think, limited practice. I expect him to play. You know, he's a solid, another solid guy on your team. Um, let's see here. Uh, in terms of flex, I, I got right now, and this may change. I got Carlos Hyde. Um, Carlos Hyde has not been great this year, fantasy wise. He's got a thousand yards, but that doesn't help me too much, fantasy wise, because he's not a part of the passing game. However, I'm slim pickings. I don't have he a whole lot of goal line carries though. Gets the goal line carries. Anything can happen with Carlos Hyde. Sure. And Houston, I think, wins that game. I think Houston has opportunity to score in that game. I like him. But, again, if Carrion Johnson and or, um, how do you say, uh, Boyd, or, sorry, Boone is available, 
Carlos Hyde probably doesn't start for me. I would love that game to be a shootout. I don't. Oh, I, I want it to end. I, I want it to end very quickly. In overtime. <laughs> I don't. Like 30, I don't want thirty-six to thirty-six. Yeah. In overtime. All right, and you got Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder at your flex. Big game last week. You missed out on those points. Are you chasing points from last week, doggy? Um, you know, I might be. Um, it's going to be a hard matchup for the uh, Crowder. Yeah. Um, but they're at home. Um, going up against Pittsburgh. Mm. So. What I would say is they're going to take away Robbie Anderson and um, uh, Demarius Thomas mm-hmm. and Jamison Crowder. He's a hell of a good slot receiver, yeah. and he gets a lot of targets. And um, he's one of uh, Sam Darnold's, you know, biggest uh, options. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm thinking about keeping them there um, because I still have some players that I could replace them with, like Odell. Yeah. On the, on his bench, folks. Odell Beckham is on his bench. That's what kind of team I'm going up against. You know, Odell. Uh, yeah. You know, he came out speaking today, talking about how he really wants to be in Cleveland, and you know, I'm thinking they're going to really want to get him out there to show the Cleveland fans that you know, shit, he's balling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to be Cleveland's at home. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's time to give your fans a show. But you're going up against a tough defense. Baltimore defense is a stingy defense, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So uh, that's another thing. You got to look at all these matchups, you guys. When you're putting your lineups together and taking, you know, you have to look up the matchup, you know? Sure. That's why I like how your guy's going up against one of the top corners, your guy Brown mm-hmm. for Baltimore. That's right. I mean, for from, uh, Buffalo. B- Buffalo, correct. He's going up against a Gilmore. He is. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be tough for him. No, it's a. You know what I'm saying? So we never know. Not an ideal matchup, but he got 11 points last time he went against Gilmore. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't think it at this And I year, hope he ends up with just 11 this time. <laughs> and that'll be fine for me. I yeah. can take that. Yeah. I can't take a how I went up against uh, B last week and got Sam and he had fucking. What McCaffrey was just getting off. Yeah, they didn't take him out the game. They kept. Yeah, Dude, McCaffrey's tough. He's like, damn, he's tough. Nobody wants to play McCaffrey. He was hard to stop. Yeah, and then getting to the you know the, the small aspects of the lineup, the kickers. I got Justin Tucker in there, and my whole thing on Justin Tucker and kickers in general is, I usually try to draft the best kicker. I think there is that year. This year, I thought it was Justin Tucker. Baltimore's tendency to just score touchdowns has hurt me in that regard with Tucker. He's had some quality games early in the season, not so much lately. The only thing I'll say with that is I'm confident because he's not had that big Justin Tucker 17 to 20 point game. Uh, I think he had a I think he had a teen, game in the teens early. I think he's due. Uh, still a good kicker. Uh, still, you know, if you're in one of those leagues you, where you benefit from 50 plus yard kicks and four, you know, get you get extra points for yardage. I think it's a good play. Uh, Justin Tucker there. You like to switch up your kickers. You got Robbie Gold going this weekend. Yeah, you know, um, I played Robbie. I drafted Robbie Gold, really. Um, but I've been going back and getting him here and there. He's been banged up. Um, I do switch my kickers through the year. Yeah. Um, but I think this week that um, San Francisco and the Rams are going to have a, a you know, high-scoring matchup. Yeah. So I'm hoping that Robbie Gold gets about – Gives me about eighteen mm-hmm. from you know I love that you would love that right B no it would give me about eighteen I, from the kicker dude if I lose because of a kicker I think I, I'm gonna be sick but we'll we'll see how that goes and I was thinking about getting old your boy you 
Yeah. Uh, fuck you. You know fuck what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about getting him. Wang, is it Wang? What is it? Wang Ho Q? Wang you or skew you or something. Something. Yeah. I don't know. But he's, he had a question. Uh, he was questionable. Mm-hmm. He has an injury. So I was like, oh, no, fuck that. Yeah, I don't have time to be picking up people. That's questionable. I'm not doing that. No, no, no risks. Minimize yeah. your risks this week, folks. So I'm going with the veteran um, gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, defenses. I'm going to go with the Dolphins defense again. Not a lot of wins for Miami this year, but the team, like I've been saying all year, has been playing harder and harder. Flores, I think you know he, he should get some kind of consideration. I don't think he's going to win Coach of the Year, obviously, but uh, going against Cincinnati and Anthony Dalton, who likes to throw picks, folks. At home, again, the key that I look for in defense is who they're playing, how many te- fantasy points that team gives up on defense. And where they're playing. And where they're playing. Miami at home versus Cincinnati, I think, is a solid play. Doggy, Seattle yeah. is, is, is who you've got defense Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, like, it's hard to play up in Seattle. You know, and uh, you got Kyler Murray had a – he's had a decent rookie season. Sure. You know, uh, and I think he will be better next year. And I think uh, he might have had a better year than Derek Carr, for real. Mm-hmm. But um, I think um, it's going to be hard for uh, Arizona to score. Yeah, in Seattle with that twelfth man up there, it's so loud, and you know they're going to be pumped up, and uh, they're going to be blitzing Kyler Murray, and it's, we're going to get a, a, a lot of sacks, maybe a couple picks for six. So I think Seattle might end up with maybe about twenty fantasy points. Well, it's it, I mean I think that game's exciting because you got two quarterbacks that move around a lot. Um, I'm hoping that. Kyler maybe sticks up a nice 30-point uh, total on you in, in Seattle. Because I don't think Seattle's defense is what it was. No. Not even close. It's not what it was. And, you know, even though, like I said before, the you know the coach there, Kingsbury, has a little bit of douchebag in him, he does have some well-designed plays. So, I, I you know, I'm feeling decent about Arizona's chances to score some points at least. If, and I don't think they're going to win necessarily, but I think they can score some points. Um, let's get to what we do best. We're going to give you our ad suggestions for the week. Doggy, who are you adding? Well, um, like I, I, I've added a defense. I, I added Seattle's defense. So uh, my suggestion is get a defense that's um, at home mm-hmm. with the home crowd sure. behind them. Yes. And um, so you can get the other team off balance a little bit. And it is a home field advantage when you pick a defense, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's what you want to go with instead of on the road. Don't want it. Yeah, you don't want it in a championship game. So – you know, I added, you know, Seattle's defense, and I added, added uh, Jalen Richard, and just in case uh, I might play him mm-hmm. in the absence of uh, Josh Jacobs. Um, and basically, that's it. I mean, because it's like I could have added Pyramid or whatever, but I didn't want to drop anybody that's exactly at the time. It. I mean, sure. like, why would I want to drop somebody that's going to kill me? Yeah. What am I, I going to drop, Higby? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one of my receivers, come on. Mm-hmm. That wasn't that wouldn't have been a smart move. Just play with what I have, you know. Yeah, um, I told you about Mike Boone. Obviously, you're waiting on. You already know Dalvin Cook's probably not going to play. You know that Madison may play, so you're waiting for Monday night on that. And keep in mind, you got Saturday night game, so sometimes you may have to sacrifice and put a running back in, which may be my position with Carlos Hyde, who plays in that Houston uh, Tampa Bay game. Who he may have to start because I, I may not have figured out my running back situation by then between Mike Boone and Carryon Johnson. Um, Rashad Perriman, Doggy mentioned him. I think it's a good pick to keep from somebody else, just in case I'm wrong about Jameis and Rashad. Again, he's had one career game, and he had it last week. He was a bust in Baltimore. He's the third receiver in Tampa Bay. They're playing against a team who actually needs to win. 
I think it's much different than playing against Detroit. So I'm going to downgrade Jameis and Brashad. Hopefully I'm right. We'll see how that works out. Rising star of the week, dog. Who you got? My, my rising star is going to be uh, Tyler Higby. There it is. You know, um, he's not expected to really put up a lot of points uh, versus the San Francisco defense. But mm. look what uh, Drew Brees did San to San Francisco. Sure. He torched them. Yeah. You know, and then uh, Jerry Cook's going to have a hard time throwing to his receivers. Mm-hmm. So what is he going to do? He's going to look for backs mm-hmm. and he's going to look for tight ends. Yeah. You know, with shorter routes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hope, uh, hey, I think he's going to be my rising star of the week. I'm going with Tyler Higby. You know what? Uh, two weeks in a row, it's Ryan Tannehill. I, I think that he's going to get a contract in the season. I don't think he has a ton more to prove. He'd like to get his team in the playoffs, I'm sure. So that's some motivating factor, I'm sure. He's just been good. He's just been good for about since week seven. I think they said he's like the second best fantasy quarterback. That's the stat I keep hearing. He may win somebody, hopefully me, a chip this year or this week. So Ryan Tannehill, second week in a row. I was right that last week. I'm hopefully right this week. And let's talk about where we were right in week 15. Dog, where were you right? Um, I was right with James White. You know? There he goes. I'm always <laughs> right with James White. All right. So you were right with James White last week. Um, I mentioned, you know, I jumped ahead of the game there. I was right, of course, with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, 28 points against uh, Houston. Didn't get the win, but I expect, you know, another 20-point game plus from Ryan Tannehill. It'd be great if you give me 30 or 40, but I think he's solid this week. We'll be back with more of my Big Black Fantasy Podcast after these words. You know, fantasy season is upon us. Everybody's excited, but you know who gets left out? You know, the fantasy, the, you know, the wives, the wives get left out, the girlfriends, you know, you, you, are messing around with your fantasy, you're on your phone, checking your players, you're, yeah. you're wheeling, you're dealing, all that other stuff. Do you know how to make sure your fantasy season ends up being a fantasy for her? How? You gotta go to Touch of Romance, man. You gotta oh, go to Touch yeah. of Romance. That's a great place. Go pick up some toys. It's yeah. the best you can do in adult entertainment. You get your toy, you got cock rings, you got doc johnson's fuck machine which is right yeah it's called the power banger yeah and it delivers superior power and endless deep pleasure it's 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 unmatched i'm gonna tell you what you do man what do you do early in the morning when you're watching the fantasy show do it you know check on your injuries and everything early mess with her in the morning and then right after the uh late game mess with it again before the uh the five o'clock game comes on exactly touch of romance get the products touch of romance makes that all available right you can find them by going to loverspackage.com remember you get 35 percent off purchases over 125 dollars and also do you know what else they do doggy what they give you classes if you're in the la area no shit yes they do you can go and see the Restraints and Ropes Workshop, where they're talking about bondage. That's what they're talking about, dog. Oh, my goodness. They have workshops on bondage. They have workshops. That sounds fun. On squirting. Wow. <laughs> it's all true. So yeah. go ahead. Check out your people at Touch of Romance, loverspackage.com to find out more information for all of your adult entertainment needs. Yeah, make time for your wife. Uh, where were we wrong, dog? Well, I was really wrong with uh, Slayton. Mm-hmm. You know, even though he got in the box, you know, it doesn't feel good when you're uh, first half, you're ending up with a zero. Yeah. You know, and he ended up with 11 points by the luck of the draw. Sure. You know, so I was really wrong with him. I might have should have started OBJ. 
he ended up with fourteen. Mm-hmm. So you know it was it's you know a thin line between love and eight right there. You know. Yeah. So I think I was wrong with uh Slayton man. Maybe I'm a little too hard on him, but I think I was wrong with him. Yeah. Um. You know, it. Uh, he's had a great year, but it really when it boils down to it, he's like the third receiver. When you, I mean, when we break it down, he he benefited through some injuries and he got some playing time. I I don't know if I'd feel comfortable starting him in the ship. I also wouldn't feel comfortable necessarily starting Patrick Laird in the ship. Six points versus the Giants. I, you know, I expected more. He's part of the passing game, as I mentioned. And now he's getting pushed by Miles Gaskin, who, you know, they're splitting time apparently. So not a safe play this week. I'll get more into Miles Gaskin shortly. Um, let's see. In terms of drops, I think we're, you know, I don't want to get too complicated. I, I would just say that you're dropping anyone who you're not playing or has a chance to play and anyone you don't want your or anyone you don't care that your opponent gets. Yeah, anyone that's injured and out, drop them. Yeah, obviously. Put somebody in that slot if you, you know, can. But it's the ship, you guys. It's like, it is what it is right now. Sure. I mean, this is it. That's it. You so, know, this is it. This is what you play for all year, prepare for. And uh, me and B are in it. Again. And we're the best in our league right now, today. Again. And hopefully I'll be the best solo by this weekend. I don't want to let that happen. You know? I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. So, I'm just, hey, man, I've had a hard year, you know, and I battled uh, through some tough controversy with Antonio Brown. Yes. And I made some big trades, bigger trades than I've ever made. Huge. And um, so, hey, you know, just, I had to shake it up, man. Um, I think what really helped me was picking up Drew Brees off that waiver wire. That's huge. And I got him kind of like quick. Huge. You know what I'm saying? Early. I was, you have to pay attention. No, you do. You know, you have to pay attention to the news. You have to pay attention to what's going on in the football world, injuries, weather. See, just take it from me, man. I know. Everything. You know, I'm the best in our league. I'm the best. Yeah. You know, so, and then I'll solidify that this weekend, and I'll separate myself from the rest as the Bill Belichick. Do you see why I can't of, let this happen, of, folks? Of the Coxman's Can't league. let it happen. And I always joke with everybody. I always say, yeah, I won a few times. Yeah. I spoke that into fruition, man. I'm going to win a few times. I won the ship a few times. And Byrne always used to tell me, no, only two. He said, oh, no, you only two. Because a few <laughs> a few is three or more. You know what I'm saying? So he always says, oh, only two. I said, okay, I'm going to get that few. Yeah. Now I can say a few after this weekend. You see why I you can't know? let him win, folks? And then it's just like. I'm speaking in, into existence, you guys. Oh, Jesus. So that's about it. You can't let this happen because nobody wants to hear this for a year or more. So anyway, go to disappointment of the week. That would be my disappointment if that happened. But disappointment of the week for me, the Raiders defense, who they had the game. They had the game in the palm of their hand. They, they had actually, the defense, the team, everything. The points were there, the double-figure points. Raiders are doing the thing. Next thing you know, they miss a kick. They get a stupid-ass Raider-like penalty. And they're at four points. So for three point for three quarters, I was right. For the fourth, I absolutely sucked. I did not get that right. The Raiders end up with four points defense defense wise. Uh, Doggy, who was your disappointment of the week? Uh, my disappointment of the week was uh, really Slayton. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I might be a little hard on him. He scored, but it wasn't enough targets for me. Yeah, and you know, Jacobs was a di- also a disappointment. Like. 12 points, like, dude, you had too many touches to just get 12 points. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm not going to say Leonard Fournette because he's held me down this whole year. Yeah. And I've rolled his back. He's my big horse 
There it is. I've rolled his back to the ship. Yes. And he's going to come through for me like Adrian Peterson did when I had Adrian Peterson. Fournette is going to score three touchdowns. Oh, wow. For me and have over 100 yards. And the big man is going to get me paid. <laughs> Predictions from Doggy. Sneaky play of the week for me. I mentioned it before Miles Gaskin, the Dolphins running back from, uh, you know, uh, Dolphins running back going against Cincinnati. Um, you know, do I say stardom? It depends on your situation. Uh, if you're in a deeper league, he is pushing Laird for snaps and uh, touches and what what have you. So give a look at him. He looked good last week. He did not have the same amount of carries as um, Laird did last week, but he looked explosive. Is probably the best-looking running back the Dolphins have had all year. So, you know, even if it's to keep him from somebody else, Miles Gaskin, sneaky play of the week for me. Doggy, who are you sneaking with this week? Um, I'm not be. It's time not to sneak with nobody, man. Uh-oh. I'm gonna just put this shit in your face. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Face. Because it's like, man, my sneaky play of the week would be like if I played two tight ends. If I played Jerry Cook along with Higby, mm-hmm. something I've never done. But you know, I can't get too cute. Don't this do is it. The ship. Don't do it. It's either or. Don't take it for granted. You know? So, really, um, my sneaky play of the week would have to be James White. Uh, (laughs) Again. I don't know how I didn't see that guy. Because, to the simple fact, Jacobs is out. Yeah. And I still have Washington on my roster Mm -hmm. and Richard. Yeah. But they're still not better than James White to me. You know, in this, you know, I need the old man to come through for me and I know what I'm going to get out of him. Mm. You know, so. I don't know if it's so sneaky. I didn't think it was sneaky to you, but I just feel like it's a sneaky play. Sneaky play. Because, yeah. you know, his projections are only like 11. And um, shit, man. It, it, it's not time to be sneaky, B. Not time to be we sneaky. We shouldn't even have this segment. Put it it's not, it's all not out time. on the table. It's there. Gotcha. I'm ready to win, dude. Yeah. And I will say this. Let's count this though. I think the longer that this is close, I think it favors me. The quicker... Your guys, if you guys are going to have a big game, that it gets a big margin. It gets very tough for me. So we'll see how it all shakes out. It's um, like a Mike Tyson fight. It is like a Mike Tyson fight. You want to take it the distance. I need to take it the distance and in order then, for it to work. I need to get to Monday night. And I'm trying to knock you if out. I can. I'm trying to knock you out the box Saturday. That's Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It could end very quickly. I want 100 quickly. points on Saturday. Yeah, it could end very quickly. Right. Yeah. So we're through our agenda. Um do we get? Do we do another show next week just to tell them, uh, you know, the results of the game, of course, we can, and then maybe to, to talk, about talk about next, next year? Draft. Okay, so we'll we'll bring it back next year. You guys get to find out who won. Hopefully, next it's week. me bring next, it week. next week. Yeah. Bring it back next week. Did I say next year? Yeah, I did. Okay, next week, um, we'll be back. We're done with this show. Get out there, win this ship, everybody. Good luck to you. Uh, you've gone through it. You guys can still listen if you're sour and not in the ship. You guys yes. can still listen because. This advice will be crucial for you for next season. Yeah, but only if you're sour. If you if you don't think you need to learn anything, then go on and listen to somebody else. Just kidding. But, yeah, we'll be back next week with more info on everything, our matchup, who to look at next year. You got to start thinking about that. And that's pretty much it. So I wish Dog great luck. It's it, There's no other uh, competitor that I'd rather face in the championship. And, you know, may the best man win. Yeah, good luck, B. You know, you're um – you're a fierce competitor, man. You always give me your all, but you still lose. But <laughs> one thing about I enjoy beating you, man. You know? 
somewhat. I feel bad when I beat you sometimes. Oh, well. Yeah, you won't be bad when you count that bread. Yeah, I don't no. think so. Yeah. So good luck out there, you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>